your eyes up, don't get all tied up Hope you wise up the multiple lies of the multi-faceted, multi-complex system of living that people are living Stuck in inertia, that's a diversion, government worship, instead we are searching Ancient mysteries, ancient history, sacred energy, and how to discern it Human autonomy, truth of philosophy, UFOlogy, human psychopathy, super anomalies, human ecology You got lobotomies up in your consciousness, all the thoughts that we've been dancing around The system wants to blow your candle out, but we won't let it We reject it with our pathetic lies, so we chant it down video on my odyssey which will be shortly then share it out because um that's what it's all about getting this message out uh, i feel that this i've been on sort of the cutting edge of this whole thing with spraying of the skies for a while i've been looking at this for a long time and i decided I, it's best that i get a whole presentation out about everything that they're doing because it's huge it should be the full point of your life and what's going on because people are deliberately spraying your skies poisons every day that are affecting our lives incredibly in ways that most people have no idea about so i think it's important don't you so yes please share the video out share this show out and if you want to help this show out just in the simplest form possible just go to any site write a review you know rate it and it just helps the algorithms it's as simple as that helping out a one-man show here and uh it would be nice to get more donations and if you want to join patreon and uh listen to afterthoughts that's a once a month thing this live stream thing is probably going to be a once a month thing too so uh there's a lot of variety going on at Channet down now so enjoy the show and enjoy what happened to cobalt blue skies where are they 
Welcome to Chin It Down. Welcome where we deprogram from the deep program. I think I'm coming in. I see Ghost is in the chat. Ghost, uh, one of my longest time listeners, Andre. Welcome. Yes, there he is. All right. And I hope more of you are joining. I'm coming through on all the streams, looks like YouTube, Twitch, and I don't know about Telegram. Telegram says I'm live. We'll have to roll with it if I'm not. Uh, but welcome, everyone. Welcome to Chen It Down. This is episode 219, and this is a presentation called What Happened to Cobalt Blue Skies. And this is actually part part 14 of the Real Skyfall series, which is uh, a mini-series which we talk about chemtrails. But this is going to be a bigger unraveling and probably, hopefully, my best breakdown of it. So uh, if you are listening on YouTube, I will end the stream halfway through this broadcast for censorship reasons. So I recommend you go to Telegram or Twitch. Well, I don't know if Telegram's working or not. It says it is, but um, I've had problems with that one before. Uh, but Twitch, I guess, uh, to see, or later, uh, I will finish this on, or you can see it, the whole thing on Odyssey. Unfortunately, um, because of censorship, I guarantee the YouTube Nazis will not like what I have to say on YouTube and they're going to cut me. So I'm going to cut myself short about halfway through this. So welcome to my first live stream in a while. Uh, this, this video will eventually end up in Odyssey. So we're, I'm going to stockpile a lot of shows in there. And uh, that's where you're going to see more and more on there. So keep, so go ahead and join Odyssey at one time or another soon. Uh, that's where I'm going to put a lot of the uh, videos for my shows, as well as these presentations like this. And this is probably a better visual experience. But for you audio listeners, you won't feel left out. I still think audio podcasts are the best. You can listen when while driving or doing your busy life. And there's a lot of new listeners and a lot of people waking up to this reality. So uh, welcome all of you. Um, my job is to bring you down the rabbit hole and show you the good, bad, and ugly in this life we have here. And sometimes we need an understanding of the bad and the ugly. And it doesn't mean you need to take it internal and ruin your day because you know about some darkness. It's awareness that will separate yourself from the lie. And that's that. And if you don't know re what's really going on, then it's easy to get caught up in the bullshit. And it's like, it's like uh, the analogy of dirt all over your windshield and you can't see very well while driving. You want to clear that picture. You want to get your wipers going so you don't go off the road and hit a pole. You know, a lot of people, though, they don't want to clean their windshield. So this show today is part of a mini series. However, I'm going to make it for beginners, intermediate and advanced. And I hope to make it the best breakdown ever. And I think it needs a thorough understanding in today's world as things go crazier and crazier. And everyone gets to learn something today. So nobody gets left out. This is a pretty complete breakdown. And when you're done, your job is to pass this show around. It does no good unless it's understood by many more people. You know, I do a lot of this work so I can get other people, excuse me, that don't know to know. 
So pass it on either by audio or video or whatever's easier for someone. And this issue is, is missing in many people's perspectives. And the complete magnitude and understanding of this is missing from people that I consider even good true speakers that don't complete their perspective in order to really see how huge and all-encompassing these operations really are. So um, thank you. And thanks for being listeners, all of you. And let's see, make sure that these streams are still working here. Yes, um, I'm being heard at least. And uh, good. So um, let's see. What happened to Cobalt Blue Skies? So we're going we're gonna to go through this today. And I have a series of slides I want to go with you here. Um, do your skies looks smeared and white does it does it look dull and less vibrant and you know are you an 80s child or older that's a question i mean you this this actually matters because if so you probably remember your skies looking nice and dark and blue um well i do you know um i'm an 80s child and and uh, i i've uh you know seen things change a lot in my lifetime and maybe some of you have not seen this but Here's a picture from the 70s here, and look at that sky. Look at that dark blue sky. That's cobalt blue. That's that's a, a real dark, uh, a, a, a nice darkness to it, and that's how I remember growing up in the 80s as well, although I actually was alive a little bit in the 70s. I can't remember it too well. Um, so, you know, things looked a lot different in your skies. And most people don't look at the sky. That's a problem. Look at this summer of 72 showing you a, um, like, looks like the beginning of a, looks like the cover of a photo album. Look at those skies. Look at that. That's in New York, Los Angeles. Look, vintage Los Angeles. Yeah. LA definitely doesn't look like that anymore. Now LA being such a desert, um, uh, climate um it is uh oh good ghost he he got into twitch yeah uh i would recommend going into twitch if telegram is not coming in if you i, I can't check telegram because i put the phone away but um if it is if i'm not coming through telegram today go on to twitch because that'll be the uncensored version so good 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 um good you got on there thanks brother so uh yeah la is a desert climate and LA is a uh, is a climate in which you uh, will see, you know, very little cloud cover anyway. So it's pretty obvious to see what I'm about to show you here. But um, yeah, so for, I mean, you may be younger again and don't recall our skies being any different, you know. And I do remember, and they started these programs full scale by mid to late 90s. So I saw my first chemtrail in 1998. And you're probably more likely used to seeing this. That is your skies now in most locations, if not all the time. Um, so uh, nasty, smeary skies. But let's talk about this phenomenon known as chemtrails. You know, we're going to go deep. We're going to go from shallow to deep. And maybe you're new to this subject and you've heard of it, but dismissed it as some kooky conspiracy that 
that people on the friends talk about and you're like, what the hell are they talking about? But now you've woken up to the scam of COVID or perhaps just the world getting more obviously outwardly corrupt or things just aren't adding up and you're just really starting to search. Well, here's your next big elephant in your living room taking a dump right on your lap and you never knew, you know? Or maybe you're like, yeah, Loomis, we already know about it. You, you, you know, you've talked about it. Or, you know, uh, we, we're, we're definitely on this. We, we figured this out. Yes, but you'll learn some things too, I think, today. And if anything, it's nice to have all this information in one place so you can gather it and you can talk to somebody about it in an, order that, in an orderly fashion, as well as just sharing it to people that don't know. But I do have to give a one-on-one for newcomers. And I've been, I've been watching this happen in our skies since 1998, 1998. And I knew something was wrong when somebody pointed one out to me for the first time. Most people do not watch the sky. They are too busy down here. They're, they're too busy. Well, this is what they're doing. They're too busy in their phones. They're too busy looking at downward, you know? And um, it's interesting how these, these phones came out in a time where we should be looking up. They're looking down. People have been looking the opposite direction. It's like a seesaw. Not long after these operations started uh, happening up there, they got everyone down here in their screens. And not just phones, but people don't look at the sky, period. I mean, they got their own dramas. So do I you know, distractions or just in general paying attention to the immediate world around them and just kind of forgetting to look up. But it only takes a little bit of observation. It really does. And again, I mean, it, it, if you're around 25 or 30, you've never seen your skies like I just showed you. Uh, so you have to realize that this is not how things are supposed to be. And I think you will once we start, you start to notice this. You can't unsee this. So for newcomers, when a new idea this is important. When a new idea destroys your reality, uh, would you rather go back to your comfortable view but be deceived? I mean, you know, you got to ask yourself that. Would you really, but is it really comfortable up there? I think it's time to go out of there. All right. Get out of, get it out of there. There's, there's so much more than in there. You don't want to be in there. Come on. This is easy stuff, it's real simple. You look up at your sky, you see jets leaving trails that don't dissipate, and the trails turn into clouds. And if you keep watching, you'll see stuff happen. Now, this, of course, is what eventually happens. But look, you start to leave like this, and then you start to see something like this. Okay. You might think, oh, it's a busy day up there. And then it looks like that. And then it could really, on a really bad day, it can look like that. Yes. Oh, I got some more people in the chat. Mahalo. Thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. So that's what happens. And <clears throat> they don't dissipate, they turn into large plumes of messy looking cloud like substances, but these aren't clouds. It's all it takes just watching that progression happen. You know, it, it it's, doesn't take that long. Maybe a half an hour. I don't know. just depends. Um, and if they are condensation, why aren't they dissipating? Uh-huh. So that should be pretty obvious. So let's further this. That's, that's you know, if you fly enough, uh, I, I fly a lot because I live in Hawaii. So we have, you know, um, have to fly everywhere because we're on islands. Uh, 
and I love to travel and see the world. So if you fly enough and you have a window seat, you may witness a plane fly near you at cruising altitude, which is usually around um, 40,000 feet, roughly. And if, if it's another passenger plane, usually, almost, you know, well, for sure, if it's another passenger plane, you will see uh, no trail at all. It should look like this. So for those of you listening, you're seeing a video out a plane window of another plane flying. Hopefully you guys can see that. It's pretty far away. But yeah, no trail, nothing. That's what it looks like. And I've seen this happen many times all over uh, the world flying where another jet passes by. I like to stare out the window when flying. So, you know, that's what that looks like. And... Uh, you can, oops, what did I do? There. Let's get that on. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's what, that's what happens. You see something like that going by, and it looks, you know, like that. That's because the reason why you don't see a contrail coming out of these planes is because of high bypass turbo jet fan engines which are now in planes and these engines they they look like there's a diagram like that now that probably doesn't tell you much but what these things do is the ratio of the air to the exhaust is much much too high to facilitate a contrail so the majority of the air passed through the engine is not combusted and the majority of the air expelled through the back of the engine is not mixed with fuel at all so um, the reduced amount of fuel in this process results in lack of water in the exhaust, which is what would make a contrail condensation trail, okay? So it's much like a, a propeller on a plane blade or a helicopter blade. And so rarely do contrails form anymore from these engines. I mean, they, they started these um, high bypass fans in the mid 80s, even though it was invented in the 60s. I think they were being fitted and put onto jets mostly in the mid-80s from what I can gather. Now, I remember contrails as a kid, and they were resembling a tadpole in the sky. And at least I thought they were, you know, as a kid. And I don't know, you know, but so that may have changed. I would say so because these operations started happening in the mid-90s. So really, there should be nothing coming out of the back of a jet at all. So if you see in your skies a trail that is small, like um, the trails I'm going to be talking about, it's actually a precursor gas. It's a primer, and you'll see, you'll see these first. But I'm getting ahead of myself, way ahead of myself. So, so if nothing is coming from the jets you see that are, are flying or, or, or landing in the airport, what is doing all this? You know, what... What is creating this? So you'll see, you know, this is kind of what I saw as a kid, something like that. But that's actually a precursor gas. What's creating all this? Look at that. That's a horrible mess. How do people not notice this? I have no idea. But I'm a world traveler, and I've been to five out of the six continents. And everywhere I've gone, I've seen in our skies, I've seen our skies covered in it everywhere, or I'll see some remnants, even hiking Machu Picchu. I'm looking at the mountains and like, well, there it is again. And they're talking about global warming. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But 
I, I'm curious if they do it in Antarctica. You know, I've seen pictures online because I've never been there. So, and I probably won't. So, and I guess it looks like they do. Look at these clouds here. The sky looks like they do. So, um, anyway, apparently that's Antarctica. And that's funny because no commercial jets fly over Antarctica. So that makes some sense too. And for my Hawaii audience, if any of you out are, are you know, uh, listening in Hawaii, uh, Hawaii's uh, or any island audience, I should say, you know, you don't often get to see them spraying overhead. They do it offshore. Um, and so what I'm going to do first is to show you what are not clouds. And that's not just for my Hawaii audience. audience it's for anybody who is uh, not um, familiar with this. You know, so I'm, um, you're going to see, you know, these, these, well, that's sideways, but you get the picture. Those are not clouds. You can even see the, you can even see the lines here in the sky. Those aren't clouds. Those are, that is a haze. And um, here's another sideways picture. Okay. That's, that's a city here. And here you have, these are not clouds. Maybe in the very far background, if you were to turn this on, it's, regular side, you would see these um, tiny little clouds there, those puffy looking things. Those are clouds that are real, probably. Looks like it. Okay. So, um, and for the listening audience, I'm showing images of clouds that resemble shredded cotton candy or like shredded toilet paper. It's nasty. It's a dull white. And in the right angles, you, you even get sometimes a Kimbo. Ever seen a Kimbo before? Well, here, here's some, for, here's a, uh, some Kim trails, right? And then it's cut off on the bottom. It says natural clouds right there. Look at that. Nasty, nasty day. Here's a Kimbo. Somewhere over the Kimbo. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. This shouldn't be happening. It's a picture of a chemical rainbow. And so that's what you're looking at. You're looking at nanometallics up there. It looks kind of like oil when it's on a mud puddle, sort of the same thing. And it, it, if you're new to this, once you've come to the realization that this is an operation, you're going to want answers like, what are they, do they actually doing? You know, what, what, are, what are they, what's being released? I mean, who would do a thing like that? And this is where the answer becomes complex. It's not one thing. It's it's multiple operations, and we're gonna we're gonna cover most of them today. And first, I must cover geoengineering. I'm 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 going to spend a little more time on this first one, this first concept called geoengineering, because it's kind of complicated. And if you want to get anywhere with these operations being provable, you have to start with the term geoengineering. Chemtrails is just a slang term that us people who were like, "What the hell are they doing to our skies?" gave it right. So although these programs have many more names, and I'll share that with you too, um, scientists say, though this is, this is what they say, to fight the threat of global warming, they could spray nanometallic particles in the air to deflect the sun's harsh rays back into space. And the, the idea is to block out the sun. And so you have this discussion going on if you look. It's, it's mainstream, but it's never – it's not on your nightly news um, – or, you know, it's 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 um, never gotten much attention from regular people that are just, you know, skimming headlines or, you know, watching the, the top headlines and that kind of stuff. 
you know, it's probably on page 17 of, of somebody's newspaper. I guess, you know, not too many people read the actual newspaper anymore. Starting to show my age, huh? Fast world of moving technology here. But for, um, so there's this, in, this is, there's the, definitely a, a, uh, our sort of discussion going on, like, oh, we will, you know, basically we, we will do it if we have to. And you'll get this. This is an article here. Man-made global cooling is scary, but may become necessary. And the funny thing is, in this picture, they're actually showing, they're actually showing the real operations. They're actually showing these things. They're, <laughs> this is like a real picture, but they're saying, oh, we're not doing it. But, you know, if we, if we were having to do it, we, we, we would, um, you know, do something like this. You know, it, it, and it's it would be a last ditch attempt to save the planet. But we don't want to cover the skies with heavy metals, but we will. Well, if we have to. But wait a minute. They are doing it. They've been doing it, but not necessarily just to block out the sun or at least most of the time in my observations. So here's where we turn this thing on its head a little bit. We have to kind of look at this. Um, they are they are saying they need to save the planet from climate change. And as many of you know, climate change is a scam, but maybe you don't. And this is truly a twofold answer here. So when the officials and media get real fired up uh, and call people names because they don't believe an official narrative, then I think that you can, you can basically understand that it is something that they are not going to give you the other side of. When you get people fired up in your face like that, I mean, so... You know, like you're a fascist, you're evil. And when people immediately jump to knee jerk reactions, and that's how you can tell that it's a control narrative that and they've they've controlled the reactions of people. So you can't even have this conversation. It's 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 um, if it's in the crowd mind to react, you know, it's a narrative. And if you and if you have a you can't have a dialogue about this, then, you know, something's wrong. If you can't have a discussion about anything in our society, then then you know it's controlled, you know, and you know if you can't talk about anything, then you're probably on the right track, yeah. So and it, and 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 actually, these are the conversations we need to be having, not just about climate change, but anything and everything that is taboo like this. It needs to be brought out, you know. If we can't have a discussion, then 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 there's only one side to look at. And you want to look at the other side of the discussion. And why aren't we allowed to look? Why is it so taboo if we look at the other side? Is it really settled science? And what about, uh, the, what, what about the other side that you never hear about? You may never even hear that there's thousands of climatologists, scientists that do not think climate change is happening. And I won't spend too long on this, but it is vitally important too, especially if you are believing still in climate change. I mean, I'll admit, I believed in climate change all the way up until 2010. And I've known about these operations for way longer. But, you know, I I had to work this out of my programming too. So, you know, but anyway, so as you know, the official version of climate change, the greenhouse effect is too much carbon. It's getting trapped in and, you know, it's causing all these problems they're telling you about. It's heating up the planet. You know the story. You know it. You've heard it in your schools. It's been pushed in, 
media and every official source out of every institution of society. But carbon is what we exhale. It's what plants breathe in. I'm not saying pollution and exhaust from engines is good. I don't like it either. And I don't even really like cars. They cost a lot of money and, you know, they're a problem when they don't work and they're a headache, really. I mean, I, I'm not sticking up for that. But what they're saying is happening is completely cherry picking. They're taking data from certain sources and then they're ditching other evidence that totally contradicts their models and is creating a package that they say is 97% peer reviewed by scientists. Well, you can also buy off 97% of scientists, but they don't even need to because that's all flawed anyway. But let's not get too deep in that right now. I mean, you know, that can be another time. But what's the other side say? You know, the other side doesn't agree with a manufacturer consensus for political purposes at the request of all these policymakers. They are climatologists saying this, that the, clim the climate change is always changing and that the earth moves through cycles and that the climate then the climate change proponents don't talk about things like the medieval warming period and the little ice age which were true periods of time which we had things you know like uh the medieval warming period they could grow grapes all the way in england they could have you know like uh wineries and vineyards and stuff and they had uh, uh, date palms as far north as Germany. So, um, and then followed by the little ice age, that's where you don't want to live. And if you can see this, uh, for those of you in the listening audience, it's a graph that goes all the way up in the medieval warming period and starts dropping down around 1400 AD and dropping more and more. And we're coming out of this little ice age as of around the year 1900 and so we're on that trend now a warming trend and all people look at is this hockey stiff stick graph by michael mann this is this is what they show you this graph um you know who won the Nobel peace prize and these days if you win that you're you're in their club i mean you know like barack obama the drone bomber barack drone bomber barack I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And of course, it's nothing new, you know? I mean, look, um, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler on the cover of Time magazine in like 1938, you know? Um, Hitler's man of the year, you know? But the, so the hockey stick graph shows you a rise in CO2 from about the early 1900s right about the same time as this rising period out of the Little Ice Age, which there has been a rise in carbon, CO2, but that's what happens when things warm up too. But what's what's missing from this equation? What's the number one greenhouse gas? It's water vapor. That's what's missing. And so this is what you'll see most of these pie charts look like you know they have carbon dioxide 57 percent nitrous oxide eight percent methane 14 percent um you know they'll have this huge lopsided graph right here but they they're not throwing in water vapor you know and so um they're not showing you something like that 
This is what we need to be seeing. Water vapor, CO2, 19%, 75% water vapor and clouds. That's normal. That's what happens. That's, that's, that's what goes on. Okay. Um, and uh, so some of this rise in carbon is because of exhaust pipes, maybe. But what they claim is high and tipping point beyond redemption is bullshit. This planet has been through serious rises in carbon during other periods, particularly the Cambrian period when volcanoes made carbon 8,000 parts per million. And we've been rising in temperatures since that last mini ice age. We are still on that current warming trend. So, yes, there is going to be, you know, um, changes all the time. There always is. And they, they're not showing that larger record. And these, you know, again, are good periods when you have a warming period. You, you're, you're prosperous in growing. You know, you don't want a cold, cold period. Remember, nature moves slow, really slow. You know, climate alarm, alarmists don't use ice core samples. They use like tree rings and, you know, things that are um, not as uh, uh, not as reliable. When ice core samples were looked at from Greenland um, 120,000 years ago, and it was 14 Fahrenheit warmer or 10 Celsius, and only 25% of its ice sheets melted. So... They're telling you stuff like this, New York underwater by 2015. Ooh. And, you know, and that's that's a lot less of what alarmists predict today will happen. You know, so when we have we're talking about 14 degrees higher um, Fahrenheit and they're they're using this slow natural warming period from the last mini ice age and they're blaming it on us. And when it and when it really when really it's earth's orbit and tilt that causes these cycles of the earth you know it's it's natural it happens and it happens slowly they told us the earth was cooling in the 70s they 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 were fearmongering the next ice age now i don't quite remember this but i know it happened because um look at this how does 1977 how to survive the coming ice age 51 things you can do to make a difference ooh and actually, that's more likely what's on our horizon than what we're seeing here. And then here we have 2006 time. Be worried. Be very worried. Very in red words. Worried. Be worried. You know, they want you to be in fear. They love that. They love the fear of an invisible enemy. Do you really believe Timezine with their track record with Hitler as man of the year in 1938? I mean, so <laughs> it's bullshit, but let's get to the root of the scam. Okay. Let's get to the root of the scam. So here, this is where it all came from. The club of Rome limits to growth, 1972, or was it 71? Um, actually I think it was 71. Okay. So this is, this is a quote from it. Okay. This is actually on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you can, it's, in, it's uh it down at Instagram. And, uh, uh, anyway, um, so here it is. The common enemy to humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. All of these dangers are caused by human intervention, and it, and it is only through changed attitudes and behavior that they can be overcome. The real enemy, then, is 
humanity itself. We believe humanity requires a common motivation, namely a common adversary, in order to realize one world government. It, do, it does not matter if this enemy is a real one or one invented for the purpose. Let's, let's let that sink in for a minute. All of these dangers are caused by human intervention, and it is only through changed attitudes and behavior that we can be overcome. The real enemy, then, is humanity itself. It's a war against humans. This is a war against humans. This is a war against what's natural. Carbon, we exhale that. You know, you fart carbon. You know, and we believe humanity requires a common motivation, namely a common adversary. So we need a common boogeyman in order to realize one world government. That's the savior. You know, it does not matter if this enemy is a real one or one invented for the purpose. They don't care. So this is the origins of this whole thing. You, you are the enemy of humanity. You with your gas engine that was given to you without much choice in order to get to work, you are the enemy. You who farts out math methane, all those cows, we need to get rid of them. We need to stop eating meat, you know, you know, and, and whether you're vegetarian or not, that, but that thing is propaganda with that. Okay. We are all carbon-based beings. So it's a war on life on earth. This is what it is. And all of their predictions have been wrong about the Earth. Their track record is pathetic. New York was not underwater in 2015. You know, so it went from global warming to climate change. And now it's climate emergency. So you hear this. So, you know, I hope uh, that's enough for you to have that sink in, sink your teeth into this scam. And if you need more time to process it, do some research. You can stop this, or if you're listening live, wait, but um, you can stop this and and uh, research and, and consideration, then come back to this. Now, let's get back to the regular part of our talk. So we've gone through that scam, and then we're going to talk um, back to where I was here about spraying. I, I watch the skies almost daily, and based on my observation since 1998, they are, are not trying to block out the sun, at least most of the time, all right? Sometimes you get a day that's complete whiteout, but usually it's before a storm front. So what does that tell you? Well, that tells you it's it's weather control, and it's weather, oh, there's a prediction for New York underwater, and it's weather engineering. This is climate engineering, okay? So this is real climate change. You know, so yes, the climate is changing, but not because of what they're saying is. It's because of what they're doing. The, and the purpose of these programs is not really just to block out the sun for a fake global crisis when you know how much of a scam climate change is. So high up, they know this, okay? They know there's no crisis. They're doing it for other reasons. But I will come back to the blocking out the sun bit because that does have an importance too. But on the other, on the lower levels, their minions carrying this out probably don't have any idea, and they think they are doing these things for the greater good, right? So they probably leave this discussion about blocking out the sun, uh, you know, um, out there for those that look into it on a surface level, you know. But for, but for weather control, these these 
that this is what's going on. There are many programs that say they're doing this and they have real names and you can look them up and I'll show you a few right now. So you got things like SRA, Solar Radiation Management. All right. So that's a real program. So is um, CARE. It's uh, the, There was the Cloud of CARE. NASA uh, made a Cloud of CARE. Um, you can look into that one. You got the trop tropospheric aerosol program plan. Um, they also known as TAP. You know, they have, they have names for these things and you know, people just follow orders. Looks, looks good to me. It's, yes, sir. And uh, spice spice is another one. Stratospheric particle injection for climate engineering climate engineering okay solar radiation management government initiative srmgi so these are real programs in case you think i'm just making this shit up you know and if you want some patents i mean there's many patents you could do um you know like um oh here's uh what's this one here this is solar radiation management here's a patent powder contrail generation this is real this is, uh, was it August of, whoops, too far. Yeah, August of 1975, I think. So, yeah. So, anyway, there's tons of patents. I don't want to bore you with too much, but here's a few things to dig in if you just think I'm making this shit up. You know, this is, you know, light scattering pigment, pigment powder particles surface treated to minimize interparticle Cohesive forces are dispensed from a jet mill deglomerator as separate single particles to produce a powder contrail having maximum visibility or radiation scattering ability for a given weight material. So you can look into that. So, um, and if you were in these positions high up and carrying these missions out, either by flying these jets or more likely controlling them as drones, uh, you would want to think that you were doing the planet a favor, right? Or you would at least think you were doing something good or you were compromised or threatened in some way, which is possible too. Now, this is what Edward Snowden claimed, okay? The famous whistleblower, which um, I've done a bit of looking into. He claims this. If this program, so you're talking about chemtrails here. If this program were to stop, the scientists behind it strongly believe that within just one year, the North American climate would spiral out of control and crop failures would lead to a series of devastating famines that would quickly depopulate urban centers. And then he goes on here and says, with details of a classified project to alter the world's climate, the shocking truth is, the, the shocking truth, as he says, is that chemtrails are part of a benevolent program aimed at countering global warming by cooperating in secret with jet fuel manufacturers. Government agents have carefully kept the massive chemtrail efforts completely under wraps. Snowden added, I'm only revealing this program because there is no oversight in the scientific community, no public discussion, and little concern for the side effects, which are well known only to a few privileged people interested in continuing the decades-long chemtrail program in secret. So he says some truth in there. 
He does. Um, but uh, no, he's talking about it, right? But then, like, again, he's talking about it. You know, maybe he came up upon this because he had access to a lower level of things. He's coming into it, looking at it like an army man would see it as something good because, you know, we're fighting off global warming. But we just went over the scam. Well, if that wasn't enough, though, I think this was 2019, Snowden goes on the Joe Rogan show and he says this. It's about never being criticized for something. And this is, mm. look, if we want to get really controversial, this is something that'll, that'll haunt me uh, because people will bring it up uh, again and again and again. People ask about, you know, uh, people still criticize me. <laughs> In the book, you know, I, I talk about aliens and chemtrails and things like that and the fact that there, uh, there's no evidence for that. I went looking on the network, right? Um, and I, I, I know, Joe, I, <laughs> I know uh, you want there to be aliens. Uh, I do. I know Neil deGrasse Tyson badly wants there to be aliens. Uh, and there probably are, right? Uh, but the idea that, that we're hiding them, if we are hiding them, I had ridiculous access to the networks of the NSA, the CIA, the military, all these groups. Um, I couldn't find anything, right? So if it's hidden, and it could be hidden, it's hidden really damn well, uh, mm. even from people who are on the inside. Um, but the main thing is conspiracy theories, right? Everybody wants to believe in conspiracy theories because it, it helps life make sense. It, it helps us believe that somebody is control, in control, right? That somebody is calling the shots, that these mm -hmm. things all happen for a reason, this, that, and the other. Uh, there are real conspiracies, uh, but they're not typically, you know, they, they, they've got tens of thousands of people working on them unless you're talking about the existence of the intelligence community itself, uh, which is basically uh, constructed on the idea that you can get, uh, I, I think there's uh, 4 million or 1.4 million people in the United States who hold uh, security clearances. Uh, and you can get all of these people to, to not talk ever to journalists or this, that, or the other. All right, so... Hmm. <clears throat> That's kind of what he says there. I hope that came through. I just realized. I don't know if that did. Basically, he's saying there's no, uh, there's no, there's there's no uh, chemtrails, there's no aliens, and the and all the like. And basically, he takes it with one brush, and one broad brush, and says, you know, that's we all want there to be conspiracies. It helps make things neat you know and, and i don't know if you heard that or not i i realized i didn't put that in here but hopefully you did anyway um as i go on here uh so he's full of shit all right so so what is it edward if if they're if we're only trying to block out the sun why do they spray on cloudy days if that's what they're doing they they um they say that they're only spraying on these cloudy days. And, uh, or, or sorry, I mean, look at this. Here's a chemtrail right in the clouds, in the hole in the in the clouds there. Um, so, <clears throat> or at night. Why, you know, if they're trying to block out the sun, why are they, why are they spraying at night? Why do you, why do you see chemtrails in the moonlight? That doesn't make any sense. They're not blocking out the sun or they're blocking out the moon. You know, because that's causing too much warming. So if they were to block out the sun, they would need to use 
the model of Edward Teller, a, a Hungarian physicist. And Edward Teller is this guy right here. And yes, he was a climate change believer, but um, and his model is that he would you would dump metal particulates high above where jets can't even fly in the stratosphere. And his idea is the mid-stratosphere and space. So um, Teller believed that, here I'll show you a little diagram of what I'm talking about, the mid-stratosphere. So you got the troposphere here, jets fly in the, this part here, below the troposphere or there, there's the stratosphere. So this is where he's saying they should be doing those geoengineering efforts, okay? So um, Teller believed in this official climate crisis narrative, okay? So this idea comes from an actual practical method of actually carrying this out if this was really happening. He worked in the, in the Manhattan Project, but that's not what these planes are doing. They are in the troposphere, which is directly affects our weather and, you know, and, 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 and the atmosphere. So they're in that part of things. So dumping a blanket of this material above us only heats up the atmosphere below it. And it creates an insulation like a cloudy day does, but worse, an actual real greenhouse effect. So that's what's going on there. Um, so what are they really doing? So Clifford Carnicom is one of the best scientists that's really looked into this and really like uh, got into the um, the samples of what they found and judging from the samples and observation and a lot of scientific analysis, there are seven programs and I'll read them off, but we're not going this crazy as far as all these <clears throat> details, but it's good to know them from his point of view. And that is number one, weather control which we're talking about. Number two, chemical electromagnetic operations. Number three, planetary geophysical. Number four, directed energy weapons. Number five, surveillance and neuro manipulation. Number six, nanotechnology, synthetic biology. Number seven, exotic propulsion craft and plasma life forms. But I'm mainly going to simplify and focus on three main objectives from my observation that are most important, I think, that people understand. And if you want to dive into his work, I rec recommend you go to the Carnicom Institute, I believe, .org or .com, uh, and you can check out a real scientific basis, you know, and stuff that is hard for me to wrap my head around because I'm not a science guy, all right? But I am someone who can learn. But the number one thing they're working on here is weather control. It's weather engineering. And do you see how hard it was to just get here? Do you see how hard it was to just, I had to explain all that, the scam of climate change, and that they are changing the climate, but it's not from uh, what we're doing. It's from what they're doing. And they've had this technology for a long time. So you see a picture here of Project Popeye, and this is where they made it rain. This is a real project where they made, made it rain um, uh and uh, they made it flood out the Ho Chi Minh Trail during the Vietnam War. And this is one of many. I mean, you can look up some things like the, the Chinese Olympic and uh, the Beatles um, performance where they, you know, they've been able to manipulate and alter weather for a long time. It's, it's nothing new. 
So if you're in a drought, they can make it rain there, but they may, they want you to be in a drought and they most likely cause it from these programs. It's, it's convincing of climate, climate change, global warming, because yes, they, they are changing the climate, but with, with, um, some really heavy duty equipment, um, with these ionospheric heaters like HARP and many others, which are weapon systems, they are, are warming the planet in places. And I would even throw CERN in there too, actually. So what they're doing is they're creating irregular rains, creating drought, snow in weird months. And notice if you've had, you have a drought, notice how what happens is the rain comes back in a huge flood okay and it it's like you don't have it for a while and what i've noticed is yeah you might like these sunny days or something but you know that the rain's going to come back with a vengeance it's never even keel now there's the weather's never like that so and they make up new words for our our crazy weather like cyclone bomb and they make up new names for clouds i mean look you know, they, we have, you know, you've seen your weather go insane on this planet for floods. You've seen it. Look at that, that hail. Look at that size of that hail. For you listening audience, it's a hail ball the size bigger than a baseball, really, or about the same size. Look, so they have new types of clouds that they want to show you here. Um, and, you know, these are all engineered cloud so man has the powers of god but i would say the intellect of a insect in comparison uh definitely so the weather is messed up and it's from them messing with it but also we need to keep in mind that the weather is always changing you know i get asked a lot you know why why would they want to control the weather well it works in a lot of ways first of all a farmer can't get any more crops Farmer um, goes out of business, land grabs. Look at look at um, whose hand is in that. Uh, you know, uh, Bill Gates, and it stops exports. It hurts economies. It allows control of goods. You know, weather warfare too. You're not gonna you're not gonna uh, comply with the new world order. Fine, then we're gonna go ahead and flood your crops. Uh, we're gonna or we're gonna dry you out or you know cause some horrible storm or even an earthquake which kind of goes off subject here but yeah so not only there are they changing the weather but our trees have been covered for decades with fire accelerants uh aluminum dioxide uh and nanosilized particles that are flammable which has caused these horrible fires in australia and california and places that, you know the fire season never used to look like that so yes it helps convince people that Climate change is happening. I mean, yeah, you know, it never used to be this way, everybody's saying, and they're right. It didn't used to be this way because they weren't doing these programs. And there are claims that they, they are using beam weapons from space to start these fires, but they probably don't even need to. You know, simple, simply create a lightning storm and, and win, and you can start these fires, and, you know, especially in the place of a drought. So, so as you can see, this is, this is really huge. You know, and that's why I focus so heavily on this. And I, I should also mention the use of ionospheric heaters, what, what, what I did. But um, 
there are many all over this planet, and the most famous is harp. You've probably heard of harp, okay? But there's there's that's just one that seems to be famous in the United States. They're all over the place. You know, um, Norway has one, Russia has one, Australia has one, and I think I think they're even are smaller things that um, can act as harp too. And this is really a subject on of its own, so I'm not gonna go too far into this, but this is how they can steer weather systems. They can control hurricanes, they can control jet streams. Um, you know, uh, this is Hurricane Lane you're looking at right here. A picture of Hurricane Lane that happened about 2019, I think it was, in Hawaii. And this thing was of category five, it was a huge hurricane. We boarded up our, our buildings here. Uh, you know, everybody was um, here to embrace for a massive storm. And, well, what happened is uh, this thing was coming our way. Definitely, there's, there's no stopping it. And it uh, dissipated. It completely dissipated. It stayed in place. Instead of moved, it just dissipated, and they blamed it on wind shears. And then the, the, in the news, they're like, well, scientists will be studying this for years to come. Yeah, because they don't do that naturally. So they actually stopped it from coming here, maybe because Hawaii has a lot of military here. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the reason behind that, but that isn't natural. Now, what you're looking at a picture of here is Hurricane Joaquin. And you'll see there's an arm that stretches off a hurricane from land. Now, um, there are people that have done research into that, and it's being controlled by a next rad station. So it's actually being controlled. You know, hurricanes never had arms, right? So how ionospheric heaters work is they bounce energy off the ionosphere, which is, you know, where our weather forms, and um, down on whatever they wish. It's, it's a pulse weapon. They turn on a frequency and conduct with the metals that are already in the air from this spray, the metals found in, in our air, in air filter samples, rain samples. You know, here's, here's a little list here of things, um, not complete, but aluminum, barium, titanium, strontium, magnesium, and not to mention now graphene oxide. And they, they create... So, so when they turn on harp, it creates this look in your sky. I'm sure you've seen that. I'm sure you've seen that like grid look that lo looks like a rib cage or a Wi-Fi symbol in your sky. Um, and uh, so, you know, um, and with this, they can create high pressure systems, steer jet streams. And scientists like Clifford Karnikov talked about the Earth being turned to a plasma state, as in a charged gas. And so, here's another picture. Look at that harp. Look at this. Exactly the same thing. You've probably seen this picture if you're, you know, into any of this stuff. So, but if they were really worried about climate change, if they, if this was a real Thing, they would not be running ionospheric heaters heating up the atmosphere and they would stop these programs immediately. So that's not what's going on. So let's look at extreme weather events because we want to really like, you know, hammer this in. So what I'm going to do here is pull up a couple of graphs. Um, well, first there's this. You can see the United States has um, 467 weather disasters 
since 2000 to 2019, India 321, Indonesia 278, Philippines 304, China 577. So that's a lot, but I guess that doesn't really show you, you know, since these programs have begun. But here, check this out. Um, we have the years. Here's the 80s. You know, not too bad. 90s. Whoa, right around 93 and up. 96. A lot of people say these programs began about 96, 97, full scale. And look at look at this building. Look at look at how. And if you're for the listening audience, this this is a graph that keeps on going up and up and up. And this is only to 2014. So um, I'm sure it's continued to go up. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and then you can see here, uh, it's not very clear, but you can see the events year, uh, weather. Look at how many weather events are in 1980 to 1989. Or, oh, no, billion dollar disasters. This is what it is. Um, look at the numbers compared to the 80s, 29, you know, there's just, an incredible increase, of course, costs, deaths, you know, but you can see a lot, a lot of things there too. And here we have uh, another graph here. This is the last five years, from, well, as in 2020. So 2016 to 2020, uh, you can see U.S. billion dollar disasters. I mean, yes, you have to take in inflation with that, but look at look at how calm it was in the 80s, hit up to about night right when they started these programs, right here, uh, 1997 or so, and then, you know, look at these tall peaks on this graph. So, you can kind of get the idea of of this going on here. So, and there's people like um, Iran's uh, Ahmadinejad that. You know, he claimed that Europe was stealing their reign. So there's a lot to this. There's there's a whole lot going on. And obviously, it's not it's not natural. So this is where I'm going to go ahead and end the YouTube live stream. How do I do that? That is a good question. Um, so I don't get kicked off. YouTube, maybe I have to go to YouTube myself. One one uh, brief minute here, but yeah. So uh, this is this is definitely where things are going to get a little crazy on this broadcast. Well, maybe I can't in the li the YouTube live stream, but I would like to because ah, here we go. Um, I really kind of want to keep my my. Uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Well, this is only my fourth live stream and first time on StreamYard, which is a whole lot easier than uh, than um, OBS. That was a nightmare, although I still don't know exactly what I'm doing. So as you can see here, I'm kind of uh, messing around a little bit trying to find here. Let me... Uh, See if I can turn off YouTube. I apologize for the little bit of dead air here, but um, I just want to make sure that I don't have 
I still do have a YouTube channel. They're probably going to not like me anyway for what I just put in there, but um, they might just let it slide. But this next section is definitely not going to be nice for the YouTube Nazis, and they're not going to like me too much for that. And uh, so, okay, well, here we go. Bye-bye, YouTube channel. Uh, so, all right. Let's talk about it. Fuck it. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> pathogens. Okay. And I'm just going to try to use code words instead. So another thing they're doing with these programs is they're spraying pathogens and they have been doing this a long time. Um, so samples have been found of freeze dried erythrocytes, which, um, you may have heard of before, but, um, these are freeze dried erythrocytes. Uh, and, and so, which are red blood cells and they've been found in samples and why are there red blood cells in our atmosphere? That's crazy, right? This is a biological attack and look at what's happened with flus since the early two thousands. I mean, look at, look at how many things have come out. SARS, Mars, bird flu, swine flu, West Nile disease too. And I've had some flus where I thought it felt like it came from a lab. Like I couldn't get over it. Um, the, it stuck, it stuck with me. I had something I called the glue where it just didn't leave me for so long because it just stayed weird things. And look who did patent coronaviruses um, in 2002. <clears throat> this guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and if they can keep you sick, you'll always go to big pharma. So what about, what could blocking out the sun do for these assholes? Well, they can create vitamin D deficiencies. Um, combine this with biological spraying. And once, once and, and you have the ingredients to get a lot of people sick. Also heavy metal poisoning, especially upper respiratory. So blocking out the sun comes back in for this reason right here. You know, as well as as stunting plant growth, if you're attempting to grow a garden, I've seen this myself, plant growth, not as good. You know, if you were these elites, that's why you block out the sun, not because of climate change. And could this be where COVID, well, you know what I'm saying, came from? I know there's, there's many people who say that uh, we'll call it convid uh, was just the flu rebranded. And I, and that's, that's true with the PCR test. I totally agree with that. I mean, you got the PCR test, big scam, right? I, and any, uh, coronavirus would definitely, uh, be, uh, pinged in that test, but some people were sick with something different. People lost their taste and smell. And which by the way, happens to be a symptom of, um, radiation poisoning and people they get chemo, get this. So I want to say, I don't know. Was it the flu rebranded completely or did they let out an initial bioweapon? I'm leaning toward the latter because I've seen people that were sick with something strange. And, well, I think a lot of strange stuff has been happening for many years. So it's in and with the um, strengthening and messing and tampering with uh, in labs with these these pathogens, you know, people are getting sick, weird sicknesses, mutated, weird things. 
I think they needed something convincing enough to give the people that made it worse than the flu. So if you have people making viruses more powerful, like gain of function, then they can surely be dispersing these. And I, I would say it's these programs that seem to be unnoticed by most people in the background of their lives. I mean, it's nothing new. Again, here's Operation Sea Spray. Maybe you've heard of this. Maybe you haven't. Um, the U.S. military conducted a test to see whether it could be used to help spread biological weapon in a simulated germ warfare attack. In late September uh, 1950, when over a few days, a Navy vessel used giant hoses to spray a fog of two kinds of bacteria, both believed at the time to be harmless, out into the fog where they disappeared and spread over the, uh, the city. A few people died. You know, they don't care about you, Okay. In 1955, the CIA sprayed whooping cough in Tampa, Florida, killing 12. So what makes you think they, they wouldn't do this to the world population? Your government hates you. They tax you to death. And this is beyond government anyway. This is proof of a, a shadow government and the thing the think tanks that rule our world. But we'll get into that. But let me add in. I think they spray things to make us more dopey. You'll feel tired and dopey a lot from these spray days. You will. And, you know, it could be heavy metal poisoning, which is which is something, too. Hold on a second. See, I got allergies, and I wonder some of that, too. Ghost is still here. Thank you, Andre. Um, yeah, some of you are still here. Maybe I scared a few people away and maybe, well, some of the streams aren't working, but I thought they were. But anyway, so I think, you know, we're getting heavy metal poisoning, but let's not underestimate that they want to keep us stupid and docile. So there are things like that being sprayed too. So there are many programs. All right. And here's another one. And this is important because this is maybe one of the key parts of this. Some people call it Morgellons. Uh, well, it is a network of nano wires. And what it is, is it is nanotechnology. And this is where it gets really weird, okay? But Morgellons are uh, self-replicating nanofibers. On, they have been sprayed on the population for a long time. So you can see these are samples from people's bodies, okay? Um, every bodily fluid. It's weird shit, I know. And, and, and it seems like it couldn't be real. They're in everyone and on everything. For so many years, they've been spraying. And now you probably think I'm crazy because I went from very basic to pretty complex here. This is not only a biological attack, but it is a synthetic biological attack on everyone. These things make a network in our bodies and they make a network with any living thing. And according to grassroots scientists with microscopes, it can come in contact with any bioform and replicate parts of its RNA and DNA. And your body fuels them. They thrive off of your body electricity. The body is 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 providing 
an electrical current for these things to self-assemble. So um, that's what's going on. And what makes them grow more is all the increasing EMF pollution we are around every day, cell towers, Wi-Fi, uh, you know, um, the whole grid of towers we are under, even satellites. And so what this is, um, you can go on to the World Economic Forum's uh, talks, and they talk about, um, they talk about uh, this is the Internet of Bodies. You know, it used to be the Internet of Things, all these different things. Now it's the Internet of Bodies. So they know about this. This is happening. We're all, we all have it in our bodies. It's a growing network of nanotechnology that is conductive to HARP, conductive to all these different antennas that are coming through our, our, uh, our atmosphere. And no, so notice they change it from the Internet of Things to the Internet of Bodies. That, that, sounds, that sounds scary. And GMO foods, GMO foods are a delivery system for them. So is junk food. Notice junk food is everywhere. And apparently a lot of these things are receptors in our body. So um, as I had Alana Freeland on the last episode, these are receptors that are inside of us that, you know, can take um, 5G and all these other crazy currents in us. Well, I learned about this in 2008. I met an insider that told me that these things form an antenna in our bodies from the back of our skull down to our reproductive organs. And we become basically a human antenna. And apparently they can assemble plastic components from the air because we have so many microplastics in our environment from every plastic thing in our life. And they um, assemble in this toxic environment that we live in. So everything from your phone to your computer to everything that is beaming these EMF waves around, you are conductor to growing this. And it makes you feel uncomfortable probably listening to this, but this is maybe the core of the transhumanism. Uh, and we all have to embrace this now because we are in this world. It's not coming. It's been here. It's been here a while. And it's going to continue to be a big thing as they talk about the Internet of Bodies, 5G, 6G. It's serious shit. And so that's why I have to say this is probably one of the biggest and the most important things that I can tell you about. Now, there's another component to this, too. And it is um, Morgellons disease, they call it. And that's when people actually have this stuff growing out of their bodies in painful sores. And and it's kind of strange but those these things that you're looking at here will grow out of people's bodies and some people say it's people not taking to this technology and that would make sense uh because under a microscope you'll find wires coming out of people th they're little tiny wires these are smaller than a human hair okay so um yeah so that is happening to some people um, even some famous celebrities like Joni Mitchell has Morgellons or had Morgellons or maybe still does. I don't know. But so as you can see here, this is huge. And another ingredient found in samples of this stuff is barium. One second here. Hold on. Barium, barium oxide, barium. There, the Barium is in a lot of this stuff. And um, barium is used in gastrointestinal scans by CAT scan to see your insides. 
you know, do we glow? This is a, a, a thought too. Do we glow under certain scans, um, maybe infrared, um, because we have all this barium in us? Barium is also used in well dr drilling fluids. So it's just a thought. And then we got graphene oxide when exposed to electromagnet electromagnet electromagneticism or electromagnets. This stuff comes alive. I mean, how much of that is in our bodies? And I know this is kind of sickening to take in. You're like, you know, this, this is in your body, and it is. And it's kind of crazy. It's an invasion in your body, and it's been happening for a long time. So it couldn't be good, right? So the next question is, so what is all of this doing to our health? And you can't have things be normal when this much toxin has been dumped on us for the last 25 or more years and uh, full scale all over the earth. And I have gotten feedback by people like, well, bro, they've been doing it for all these years and we're fine. And I don't think we're fine at all. Yes, we're not real healthy. Our, our generations are not healthy. You know, maybe the people that were raised on good foods in the old days, you know, old timers now are healthier, but huh, they're, they're, they're feeling this too, as we'll, we'll go into this. It's, it's hard to see gradual change anyway, you know, and if you, if you judge humanity by the reaction to the corruption that has been allowed to happen, um, in this world anyway obviously we've been marginalized so there's there's a start right there but with this this with this next section here what is it doing to all of us well um comes some guesswork there there are so many toxins in our lives through food uh fluoride in the water um yeah the emf i mean people that use microwaves and of course the the um poison darts right and eat, you know, and and even regular, regular other po poison darts before the big rollout of poison darts, if you know, what I, if you get my drift, and and it, and it, and it's hard to know where all of our ailments are coming from. But what we can do is try to look at what problems have risen since the mid to late '90s when they started these programs full scale. Well, it definitely spaces you out. Again, it could be heavy metal poisoning, and it also makes you feel tired and fatigued. And next time you have a, spray, a heavy spray day, I mean, you you go around and ask random people if they feel out of it on those days, and they'll usually say yes. You know, like, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm kind of tired, you know. Yeah, kind of tired. And, you know, yes. And examine how you feel on the days they don't do these, Okay. But look at what emerged when these programs started full scale um, in the late 90s, and that is energy drinks everywhere. Look, I mean, you know, I, I don't think they're too good for you, but um, I like caffeine too. But, you know, Red Bull came in around 1996, and in 2001, Rockstar came on the market, followed by Monster Energy, and it, and it seems very timely, you know. That you know everybody's feeling tired, and you have whole sections in the stores dedicated to energy drinks, and on the counter of Seven Eleven, you have those five-hour energy drinks, you know. And so that's because people are tired; they're feeling the effects of these programs, and they're they're really tired all the time, and they they don't even understand why. They just think that's life, 
You know, people are really, really are zombies now. And I know people in their 20s having what people use used to call um, senior moments, you may have heard of, you know, like forgetting in mid-sentence what they're talking about. Like, and and I'm like, you know, I, I, I do that. And, and, you know, you, you have a pass if you're a weed toker, but still, still. So what's gone up since these programs have been deployed? Well, number one, Alzheimer's and dementia, which I guess are kind of one and the same. Look at this. Look at this. This is this is um well my picture's in the way here. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I think that starts at 2000. So it's just going up and up and up. This is to 2019. Okay. Look at that. Look at this. It's going up and up and up. And um it says in this is on in Australia. In 2021, there's an estimated 472,000 Australians live with uh, dementia. This number is currently estimated to increase to over 1 million by 2058. So it's going up. And um, here's something else before I switch to the next thing here. Uh, someone in the world, the world develops dementia every three seconds. There are over 55 million people worldwide living with dementia in 2020. This number will almost double every 20 years, reaching 78 million in 2030 and 139 million in 2050. Much of the increase will be in developing countries. Already 60% of people with dementia live in low and middle income countries, but by 2050, this will rise to 71%. The fastest growth in the elderly population is taking place in China, India, and their their South in their South Asian and Western Pacific neighbors. I mean, there's hardly a family that isn't affected by this nowadays. I know people in my family going through it right now, and it's not fun to deal with a loved one who is losing it, you know? And I'd say it's more than just um, cooking on aluminum pans. This is aluminum oxide that is being released past your blood brain barrier. And it is causing people to be a lot more spacey. All right. Another thing that's really rising is autism. Look at this. Now, uh, this is 1975, one in 5,000. This is like, this looks like for the listening audience, this looks like a skateboard park here. This is a skateboard ramp. One in 88 by 2012. And this thing is, this is a 2012 graph, okay? Imagine how much bigger that is. I mean, you know, that's crazy. That is crazy. So um, most people here in the alternative media would like to link this to poison darts, if you get my drift, that kids get, but it's pretty much proven uh, that that's true. But think about this too. Whatever they're putting in these poison darts in conjunction with a charged atmosphere and all the other shit in this spray, or also it's so much aluminum oxide flooding the blood-brain barrier. I've, I, I've, I've heard in like one in five boys on this are on this uh, autism spectrum now so 
let's just throw this up here too as you know this massive rise correlates with the years of these programs that went in full scale so i wouldn't just assume it's just only the poison darts but i'm sure that's an, that's definitely true asthma asthma's rising a landmark review of asthma studies in 1999 by neil pierce now at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine demonstrated that at least half of asthma cases in the general population have no connection to allergic reactions at all. These could never be explained by the hygiene hypothesis or explained by all this, this tons of crap we breathe in from the sky. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but uh, upper respiratory problems are a huge thing. <laughs> and drinking water too fast is a huge problem for me, obviously, there. Uh, but uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. So upper respiratory problems. Look at the rise. Like, I'm having allergies right now to mango blossoms. But maybe it's more than that, you know? And uh, chronic fatigue syndrome huge and that goes with all these energy drinks and i would say also that's really gone up like i say this whole section is kind of speculation but any autoimmune problems could definitely be blamed on these so look at autoimmune diseases on the rise there's so many and they will continue to rise from these that roll out of those poison darts you know and allergies are on the rise and maybe that's that's true um but look at me i mean you know um and peanut allergies and stuff i mean you gotta wonder you know i, I mean it's hard to blame everything on this it's not one big scapegoat but still there's so much that it could be affecting and the the problem is very few people are doing the proper scientific research and you need to link our rising problems to all of this poison being dumped on us this is missing from all of people's studies it's it's not in people's picture but this needs to be in everyone's mind everyone needs to understand this and you know and then there's mold spores on trees too there's a lot more mold spores as well as soil ph balance being off from it too you know and i wouldn't doubt it i mean you know you get all this spray and it's just it's not good for our vegetation uh in, here in Hawaii, a lot of palm trees, a lot of things have fallen over in the last few years. I mean, not to not to say it's just from that. I mean, it's also from the storms. But again, it's all from these programs. And, and you can't have years and years of dumping nanoparticles of poison not affecting us. The human race is lucky that it's so resilient. In fact, I would say more people will be dropping dead. Um, but, uh, you know, that they're, we're lucky. The human race humans are actually quite resilient even with all this going on uh we're still functioning at least on some levels some of us are anyway uh listeners and listeners of chan it down are and those that listen to the alternative media and take our thinkers from themselves are okay so who's doing it you know the big question on everybody's mind is you know if it, it, especially when i go through all this like well who's doing it like who who would do this? It you know who would spray themselves, right? And 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 uh, I, I explained earlier that I, I've seen it being done on five continents. So it's not your government. This is a shadow government. It's it's a cabal of globalists that are in league to get done their new world order plan. And 
you know that if you're a listener, many of you know this, but it is coming from the same people, you know, and there are many programs. It's compartments within compartments. And that's something that a lot of people have a hard time understanding when they don't understand conspiracies too well, is that the world is compartmentalized. It's compartmentalized in every single institution where you don't know what your boss knows, but your boss doesn't know what his upper knows and so forth. Well, it also happens, you know, that's how the world really works. Secret societies work that way too. And, you know, you could even be part of the FBI and have no idea of other operations existing in your agency that are on a need to know basis. You know, um, this is a global shadow government and the same ones controlling the media. Uh, you all see the same ones who are implementing the policies worldwide. It's this, you know, it's never been more obvious since Convid, Okay. And that's how they pulled off 9-11. And most of the time it's it. So it's, it's just compartmental compartments it's it's like an agency within an agency or a secret society within a secret society um you know these are you know um how it works so we it's obviously it's not just like your local government you can call, go ahead and call the epa here in america and you won't get a single fucking answer from them because they don't understand that this is happening and they th still think it's a conspiracy theory so who's doing it most of the time it's various planes that are generally unmarked you know i i've i've heard of some commercial jets that have added to their fuel maybe and that's that's unproved that's an unproved fact to me i've been watching this for a long time you know but you 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 know people have gotten pictures of jets and um most of the time they're not commercial jets and in fact um when i was flying years back over uh it, it, you know um it, it i I, I saw like uh, spray planes way above flying over Europe, looking up further and they were up there higher and they had no markings on them. So every time I've ever tried to look, you know, these are unmarked planes, private contractors, because there are private contractors that are here to that there are for hire for just um, for cloud seeding. But when you simply observe these flights, they're not normal flight paths always, you know. They're often working as a whole crew up there. It's like a work crew. Like I said, these flights come out of nowhere. One day you have no flights over your houses, and the next day a whole bunch of flights are over your head, and that's not how it it would be if those were normal flight patterns. You know, I mean, look at this. Look at this crazy mess of circles and stuff. Imagine if you were on one of these planes, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, where, where am I going? I thought I was going to London. What the fuck? Where, where are we going? You know, it doesn't happen on passenger planes like that, you know? Um, so, and it, and it often, so it, again, it often starts with a precursor gas. Again, a smaller contrail out of a jet. And they don't make contrails anymore unless it's something that's designed for that. Uh, the insider I met in 2008 told me that he thinks these are all done by uh, remote control. We're, we're still we, we're still yet to have a pilot come forward that wasn't a bullshit story or an unprovable one. I mean, you hear about these things, but like you just don't get anywhere with these stories. And I would say this, that the people behind the scenes who are behind this also have the antidote for these problems, because the question that a lot of people get 
and you know, trying to explain this to people is, well, who would spray themselves? Well, I would say they'd have an antidote for this, you know, um, and, and, and or they live underground in facilities or even in space. You know, this is connected to the secret space programs. I don't think we ever see real people in charge of things. I mean, Bill Gates has his hand in this, at least in the geoengineering level to save our planet farce, that whole bullshit story. But he may not even be in the deepest clubs. Bill Gates, though, he has his hand in all kinds of stuff. Bill Gates, you know, he, that's him. I swear, that's him in that movie, Despicable Me. That looks just like him. But he's certainly a part of things, though. You know, he wants to be part of everything. So let's get into the solutions a little bit. You know, you, 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 you may want some personal solutions to getting some of this out of your body. I mean, um, whenever I hear about, hear about a problem, I want solutions. And I can't say that there's a lot I can give you, but I've got given you over the, the last almost 10 years here on Chant It Down, the solution on the wine rinse. It's real easy to do. You take wine, usually after it's been open for a week or so. So it's, you know, not really the stuff you want to drink. And you, well, there's a precursor to this. Just like there's a precursor gas, there's a precursor to this too. You should take Hypericum. Hypericum is a uh, homeopathic uh, tablet, sugar tablet. You just put about four in your mouth and your gums and swish them around first. The idea is you're opening up the pores of your gums. Secondly, you get the wine and you swish around your mouth vigorously for about 30 seconds and you spit it out. And what you're going to see is um, you're going to see some nasty shit come out of your mouth. I mean, sorry, let's see. Uh, slides. Why aren't my slides working? What? Um, okay. Well, those slides, for some reason, didn't get in there. But honestly, you're not missing out on much with that. You're just... Um, Sorry about that, but yeah, you're just missing out on some nasty photos of stuff that'll come out of your mouth. Also use um, apple cider vinegar. I basically just had some slides of um, uh, a couple of people that you might want to take note of. Tony Pentelaresco, uh, he's an herbalist, um, and uh, also Ken Rolla, that's Rolla is R-H-O-L-A, and um, you can get into some of his solutions. Both those guys probably have the best things on YouTube rather than their websites. Uh, but with the back to the wine rinse, when you do spit out all this stuff, you will feel clearer and it's a, it's a good feeling. Um, and it's the only way effective way I know that can uh, purge this stuff out of your body where you can actually like physically by swishing really hard, uh, get it out. So, that's that's good, right? So that's something you want to do. Uh, cilantro, uh, do a metal detox. That's another one. And so, the more the more people that wake up to this, the more solutions we will have. <clears throat> you know, waking up scientists, physicists, and people that may see answers where we don't, because all you know, I mean, it's kind of a ghetto solution I have there with the wine rinse, but it actually does work. But, you know, we, we're clutching at small straws we have here to um, 
try to rid some of this shit out of our body. And it, again, if you do the wine rinse too, what I couldn't, I don't know why those slides didn't load, but there, there's little tiny hair like things. Those are those Margellan things. So, so anyway, let's conclude this here. <clears throat> I'm going on my 24th year of knowing what's going on in the, in the world uh, to about this whole scam of things, not just chemtrails, but everything going on with these elites. And I should have had this kind of organization and persistence way back, but regular life was seemingly more important. So I just sort of, you know, waited too long. And that is, you know, as regular life was raising kids and working a, a whole lot and, you know, living in expensive Hawaii here where <clears throat> that takes basically all my time and still does. I finally got my act together in 2013 to bring you this show. And I, I should have came out in like 20, 2002 or something when I was trying to he tell everyone around me that didn't want to hear. But, you know, I could have had at least some some choir in the background with me, you know, you guys. But, um, <clears throat> oh, well, 2013 is when it started. And this year will mark 10 years of this podcast. But my point in saying all this is this is not a bragging point at all. It's just is is we don't have time like I took. We don't, we don't have the same time. Humanity needs to get organized now. And that means you have to start doing this work too. Um, like, like many things in this world, people need to see this in mass. You know, nothing can really be done about all this till humanity confronts it. And, you know, it's just like child trafficking, just like many false flags, just that have been given like 9-11 and convid and all that, just like all the shadowy things in humanity's blind spot all these things, they have to be confronted. And ultimately, uh, will will ultimately, we need to confront the farce of government and that we need it. And government is the ultimate blind spot. Um, that's the deepest reality here. Government equals slavery, period. You know, and until people realize that, they're not get, getting anywhere. But <clears throat> just to stick to this issue, I mean, you know, we it needs to be confronted. But with this issue, humanity, humanity needs to acknowledge this and confront it. It needs to be on the front burner of everybody's mind because it's affecting every living thing on this planet, you know. And I, th this is the false notion out there. There's a lot of people, they get to know this, this information and they're, <clears throat> they're, you know, scared and they put it in the wrong place. They put it in the fear place in them, just like the mainstream media tries to get you fear of an invisible enemy. That's not where you put it. That doesn't belong there. No, th th that's not where you put it. You know, and the, the false notion, what I'm just trying to say is, if I acknowledge all this evil stuff, I'm going to give energy to it and create it. And it, that is, that is, that is new age. That's a new age bullshit mantra. You know, and that has been ingrained, ingrained in all of us to just to stand down, you know, just to say, well, oh, I'll just not pay attention to it. You know, so you're going to ignore that your house is on fire and sit back and watch TV till it actually does hit your room and burn you down. The real thing is, it's actually the opposite. If we don't acknowledge that 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 it's happening, then it's going to further our enslavement and, and affect each and every one of our lives. You know, and you're 
you're giving it growth by not facing the existence of evil you know give darkness light and it can't hide give uh your flashlight in the cupboard and watch all the cockroaches crawl away it, it's it, it, that's it you know hiding from the evil allows it to grow it it is so you know i still live a normal life like you know i but i know this and because i do i have to give this to people that need to see it you know and people are afraid to conf confront evil in this world but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't confront evil you know we we are we're light beings at our core we we forgot how powerful we really are you've been put in this world of distractions to forget who you really are but you are full of the ingredients that can, um, you know, change the earth. Just one person, like the man confronting the tank in um, Tiananmen Square in China. I mean, you know, even if you have to do it alone, you know, and until this becomes a priority to people and not their latest TV programs or their worthless hours of wasted time on social media, this shit will go on. And it sucks that it is going on, but it's because humanity turned their head away from the evil that this is growing. You know, it's because we stopped confronting it and facing it. But at the same time, you know, you're alive in this crazy time to witness the world unfold the light. This is the ultimate battle of good and evil. This, this whole spray program situation is is uh, the synthetic against nature it's what it is it's the it, it is the it's the it's a battle of of what's natural and unnatural it's it's it and the darkness is out in the open now you can you can plainly see it in society you know i mean how about that mock sex ritual in is eugene oregon where a woman was with like a horn mask on a stage and had like a dildo and um, had mock sex with another woman. And when, and then the other woman gives birth to like this golem creature. And I believe it was a kid, like a real kid in like a costume and kids eight and over were allowed to see this. I mean, that's just an example, but you know, it's out in the open now. It's not even, not even hidden. Like you can't ignore it. We have to confront it like never before, just like confronting a dragon. And with darkness being in the open, that means more more people will wake up. And, and that means more will try to put a stop to this shit as long as it's not too late. So we have to change, hum, humans have to change their priorities. Yes, stop watching mainstream television is, is this a good start. But people need to understand that they're under attack every day. This is, we're under heavy attack from um, many things, not just this, but this issue is huge and it needs to be understood by every single person. So that's why it's your job to spread this video once it's on Odyssey and, um, well, I don't know how long it's going to last on YouTube, probably not very long, but if it does stay on there, sure, share it. Um, I tried to use code words and hopefully that happens, but we want our blue skies again. We, we want to be human again. I didn't sign up to be transhuman and I know you didn't either. So, um, yeah, it's the truth, you know, but, uh, well, that is my, my show for, um, 
what happened to cobalt blue skies? They shouldn't look like this. You shouldn't have skies that look like this picture, you know? And uh, I think um, we, uh, we need to, uh, there's a lot more we can do, but I appreciate all of you for listening. And um, I, I really enjoy all these years of doing this, being able to get out the message as much as I can. I got some of you in the chat. Uh, Andre, uh, been with me all these years. Much love to Andre. Uh, awesome brother. And also all you who've listened a long time and all you new listeners too. Chen it down can't go on without you. So I appreciate everything everybody has done, uh, all the inputs and everything. And if you want to help support the show, uh, it is a one man show. As you can see, I'm struggling with technology here and there. I don't have anybody uh, mentoring me here. I'm completely, you know, just figuring this shit out by myself. Um, you know, been doing audio podcasts for um, nine and a half years. Live streaming is new, but like, you know, this is something I do on my side. So I like to say, I live a, a pretty normal life. And yet if I can do what I'm doing, I think other people can do this too. And so um, I think that uh, it's, um, it's very, it's very uh, important that we all take on the task of, of, you know, getting out the information that needs to be gotten out. Because um, the truth is that if we don't, you know, we, at least we tried and it seems hard and it seems impossible, but it can be done. If I didn't think it could be done, then I wouldn't be sitting here and wasting my extra time doing so. So much love you guys. And if you want to support the show, you can always support by buying a t-shirt, which as a channel don't down logo on it, my, my logo for the podcast, which many of you like. And also um, you can get an album. Uh, if you were, really want to dive into my, my past as a hip hop artist and as well as you can um, subscribe to uh, Patreon Patreon will be able to get you a, um, uh, a subscription to Afterthoughts, which is my show that I do uh, for Patreon members only. But what I want to do with these live streams is I'll get better at them and we'll get we'll figure out all these little things. This is pretty easy compared to the other one I was using, but still, I'm going to I'm going to make this a, um, a call in show. Uh, I think I figured out how to do so. And I've always wanted to do that since way back in the, the blog talk radio days, you can call in the show. So I want to have possibly once a month, a call in show. Cause, cause the chat that's cool and all, but um, I like to talk to you. So um, let's do that. So much love you guys. Be a warrior, not a warrior. They've been setting this up the whole time you've been at school and work and doing all the things that you keep busy with. While in the background of your life, they've been spraying you with nanotechnology and all kinds of things that are happening to our life. You can't ignore it. Even if you're living out in the forest and trying to get away from all this, you can't ignore the climate change that they are doing. Not the climate change is naturally happening, but what they are doing. So, you know, they, they're doing it to everything. It's, 
it's total control and dominance of planet Earth. It's next level shit, and a lot of people don't see it to the level that they need to see it. It's important. It's not just one issue, it's one huge issue. That's why this video must get out, this audio must get out. It's the stuff that helps people understand that this is a multi-pronged operation, multi-faceted, and it's been going on for a long time, and we are part of it. You don't want to be part of the internet of bodies or the internet of things. You want to be part of the freedom of people and the freedom of your body, and so that's important. So there's no clear solution to all this, but it all connects. It connects with the vaccine that's happening. It connects with everything. It's transhumanism. It's the next level that they want to take this planet. But do you want to have this happen to your planet? I don't think so. I don't think you want to take life for granted because before you know it, it's just going to be all gone and we're not going to be able to understand what happened. This has been happening so quick since 2000 and earlier. Since we entered this millennium, everything's been spiraling out of control and you can feel it and you can understand and you can see it. You can understand that things are happening at a faster and faster rate and until people understand this and get on top of it we're going to be underneath it we're always going to be two steps behind unless we do something about it otherwise we're just doing this for nothing and that's not how it should be so please pass this out pass all the messages out i'm trying to say and anybody else is trying to say this because it really is kind of an emergency it's not a climate emergency but it's a different climate emergency if you know what i mean so hey anyway i hope all of you uh enjoyed this and please help share it out help support the show and do that too please Chant it down radios coming to you live from the hawaiian islands coming from the perspective of complete freedom coming from wisdom outside the system and then some this is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten at this point in time humanity's been kept from the truth so Chant it down radio offers the coordinates to a path out you're searching for something whole Cause what you see real life You're watching this world unfold The truth in need the lies Rekindling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's turn it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's beneficial we can get this kinds of growth And get the future Generators want to stop the whole thing With the message demonstrated, we can start a post Taking in the simulator and getting lots of numbers Waking up the population, try to stop hypnosis Shh.